In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. The season of Epiphany ends with Jesus glistering in utter brilliance on a mountaintop. It's a revelation that rewards our physical senses, and it's appropriate that Epiphany should end with such a clear manifestation of Christ's divinity, a revelation in which there is no ambiguity about who Jesus is. Epiphany began in the Jordan River with the Father's words bellowing from heaven, This is my beloved Son. And Epiphany ends with the same words and the same clarity, This is my beloved Son, hear him. The one who glisters on the mountaintop leaves us with no doubt about his relationship to the Father. The Father literally shines through him and is him. The lectionary fortifies us with this beautiful revelation of Jesus as we prepare for the penitential season of Lent. The transfiguration of Christ reveals who he is, the beloved Son of the Father, but it also reveals what we are, and what human beings were made to be. Christ is our forerunner, the one who goes before us. And we who bear our cross and follow after him will be illumined with the same light. Our collect this morning expresses this well. In it we pray, Grant unto us, that we, beholding by faith the light of thy countenance, may be strengthened to bear our cross and be changed into his likeness from glory to glory, changed into his likeness from glory to glory. One of the scandalous claims Christianity makes is that God is making us like himself. The clay is mysteriously becoming like the potter. The Father is forming us into something capable of containing his divine glory. He is turning us into his sons and daughters. St. John writes in one of his epistles, See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God, and so we are. Beloved, we are God's children now. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. St. Paul echoes St. John in his second letter to the Corinthians. He says that those living in the Spirit with unveiled face beholding the glory of the Lord, are being changed into his likeness from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is spirit. 
as Christians, we are all in a process of transformation, even here and now. And we can cooperate with this process or hinder it. The way we cooperate with the Spirit working in us is by staying in close proximity to Christ. Both St. John and St. Paul say that transformation happens when we behold the glory of the Lord and see him as he is. To be changed, we must be near Christ and close enough to see him. We can only be healed if we can reach out and grab the hem of his cloak. We can only be transformed by his word if we are in earshot. And we can only feed on his heavenly bread if we sit at his table. Change can only happen if we are near Christ. In the season of Lent, which begins this Ash Wednesday, we endeavor to draw near to Christ. Lent encourages us to take up our cross so that we may follow Jesus into the resurrected life, and that our bodies might be like Christ's own glorious body, that one day we may live in the light of his countenance. This year, as our church enters Lent, our Lenten guide asks us to undergo a spiritual inventory, a rigorous, honest examination of our conscience with the goal of repenting from sin. Sin is distance from God. Sin is anything that puts separation between ourselves and Christ. The prophet Isaiah writes, Your iniquities have made a separation between you and God, and your sins have hid his face from you so that he does not hear. Just as infidelity drives a wedge of separation in marriage, so sin puts distance between us and Christ. The theologian Ben Myers writes that at the center of the Christian life is not an idea or theory or even a vision of life, but the name of a person, Jesus Christ. This means that Christianity is fundamentally about relationship. It's about growing in relationship with Jesus Christ. Just as sin infects our relationships with one another and causes us to grow apart, it also infects our relationship with Christ. Our Lenten guide asks us to spend time in solitude with a pen and paper in hand, examining the state of our lives and how sin has woven its way in. We are commended to pray for the Holy Spirit to enlighten our minds and inflame our hearts that we may worthily confess our sins and become truly penitent. C.S. Lewis reminds us that the process of self-examination is not morbid introspection. It has nothing to do with self-hatred. We name our sins and we put them on paper 
so we can confess, forget, and turn back to Christ, having been washed in his most precious blood. Self-examination can be humbling and even a terrifying process as we confront our many sins face to face. It can be difficult to imagine why God would want to transform such fallible and backward creatures as ourselves. We may even wonder if our sins are too great. Maybe sin has so deeply woven itself into our lives that change seems impossible. It's important to remind ourselves as we examine our conscience that we are not beyond God's forgiveness and the limits of his mercy have not been set. Writing in the 7th century, St. Isaac the Syrian writes that as a handful of sand thrown into the great sea, so are the sins of all flesh in comparison with the mind of God. And just as a strongly flowing river is not obstructed by a handful of dust, so the mercy of the Creator is not stemmed by the sins of His creatures. Our sins cannot stem the rushing river of our Creator. They are a handful of dust thrown into the ocean. Transformation is possible even if we are contorted under the weight of our sin. When Jesus and his awestruck disciples came down from the mountain, they were met by a crowd. A man in the crowd called out, Teacher, I beg you, look at my son. The father and the son are desperate. We read that an unclean spirit had seized the son, causing him to scream and foam at the mouth. The spirit contorts him, deforms him, and will not leave him. Jesus says to the father, bring the boy here, bring him close. While the son was coming to Jesus, the unclean spirit tore into him and convulsed him. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit and healed the boy and gave him back to his father. Come, O Holy Spirit, enlighten our minds and inflame our hearts, that we may worthily confess all our sins and being truly penitent, may both amend our lives and serve thee faithfully. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.